What's up, boils and ghouls? It's me, your demon dude, Lucifer. And you're listening to 6.66 FM H-O-R-D-E, The Horde. For those of you on the road in your Dragulas, it's a straight shot down the highway to hell. Hands at 10 and 2, unless you gotta take a moment to flip somebody the one. <laughs> I know it's hell out there, so I dug six feet into our library and summoned a little something that's even tastier than a fresh bowl of brains. Today we got the head witch in charge, the Crypt Kitty, the queen of horror herself. I'm talking about none other than Miss Reanimate Her. So stitch those ears back on, cause we're about to pour you a flaming hot cup of that sweet black magic we like to call Coffee Chat of Horrors. And remember, dog will hunt. <laughs> hey, horror fans, and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Chat of Horrors. Today, we're diving deep into one of the most iconic horror comedy movies of the 80s, Return of the Living Dead. So grab a cup of coffee and a brain and settle in for the undead ride of your life. Directed by Dan O'Bannon and written by John Russo, Return of the Living Dead is a cult favorite that redefined the zombie genre. It's a movie that's both terrifying and hilarious with a unique blend of gore and humor with a killer-ass soundtrack. Return of the Living Dead follows a group of employees at a medical supply warehouse who accidentally unleash a deadly gas that reanimates the dead. Chaos ensues as the zombies overrun the town and the survivors try to fight their way out. Now, I have been a fan of this movie for a very long time. It's one of those movies that I can watch over and over again and never get tired of. What about you sitting at home listening? Do you agree? I'm sure you do. One thing I love about this movie is the way it plays with the ideas of zombies. It's not your typical zombie film. The zombies in this movie are unique, they're intelligent, they can talk, and they're downright creepy. The tar man scene is a perfect example of this. It's one of the most memorable scenes in the movie and one of the most iconic zombie scenes in all of horror. Everybody knows that scene. The practical effects in this film are mind-blowing. The shot of the barrel corpse, you know, nicknamed Tarman. Changing through the glass panel was done with a wax face over the skull and heat turned all the way up to melt it. The glass cracking was unintentional but happened due to the heat, which just added a nice touch to it. And I agree, it really did add a nice touch to it. Now we can thank the godfather uh, of special effects, the legendary Tom Savini. The zombie makeup and prosthetics are some of the best in horror movie history. You know, for me, this isn't just a movie about zombies. It's also about the characters and their relationships. The characters in this movie are so very well written and so much fun to watch. And the chemistry between them is fantastic. And what really sets this movie apart from all the other zombie films out there, it's not just a mindless zombie movie. It's a movie with heart and humor. And I totally loved Linnea Quigley as Trash the punk rock girl who strips naked and dances on a tombstone. When I seen that, holy shit, I was blown away by that scene. I was just like, she is such a punk rock chick. Um, It is a scene that's become iconic in its own right. When shooting this scene, initially Linnea was completely naked and showed pubic hair, which, you know, of course was the norm for the 80s. It was the 80s. Bush was the thing. (laughs) However, 
Producer Graham Henderson was visiting the shoot that day, and when he seen that, he threw a fit and was yelling at O'Bannon that you can't show pubic hair on television. And I guess back then, seriously, things were totally different, and you really couldn't. So what did O'Bannon do? He had Linnea completely shaved, which, coincidentally, Linnea herself found that part the most embarrassing part of the whole thing. Of course, Graham Henderson was not happy about that either, as he stated, Oh God, it's even worse. You can see everything. And yeah, that would have been hilarious. Uh, so to fix this, they decided to create an alginate crotch piece <laughs> resembling the bottom of a G-string and glued it on. According to Linnea, this was a bit of a problem because every time she had to go to the bathroom, they had to remove it. And that would suck. Could you imagine? Hey, can you remove my crotch so I can pee? <laughs> because of this, there are no shots of Linnea with a completely naked crotch area. Like a department store mannequin. Uh, Quigley joked once that she was she's never had more attention focused on her vagina than when she was shooting that scene. I find that funny. The humor in Return of the Living Dead is one of those things that makes this movie so friggin' special. It's a movie that's not afraid to have fun with the horror genre. It really isn't, and it's great to see. The movie had a great balance of funny and scary, and that balance is really hard to strike. A lot of horror comedies do not get the love that it needs because a lot miss that balance. You know, you do have to have the right amount of scary, the right amount of gore, and the right amount of comedy mixed in. Sometimes it just turns out too cheesy. Uh, two of the films that come to the top of my mind in the zombie genre that do that nice uh, horror comedy uh, would be uh, Shaun of the Dead. And uh, this one's not a zombie film, but it's in the horror genre, and that is Army of Darkness. I think they did a really great balance right there with the with the horror part and the, the, the skeletons and just the comedy. I think it all just meshed really well together. Now, here's a little uh, tidbit of information for you. Some of the zombie extras were paid a little bit more to eat real calf brains. Now, Dan O'Bannon didn't want the actors to do anything he wasn't willing to do himself, so he ate raw calf brains in front of them to show them that he would not ask them to do anything he wasn't willing to do himself. Which I say hats off to you, Dan O'Bannon, for that, because that's pretty awesome. Um, that is nice. That's, that's respect. I mean, how would you want someone to do something for you if you're not willing to do it yourself? So that was a really cool piece of information. I, I, I thought it was a really cool piece of information. I still would not want to eat raw calf brains. I am sorry. I don't even know what that texture would be like. Oh, I don't even want to think about what it would taste like. Eesh. Anyways, one of my most favorite scenes that made me laugh in this film was when Frank used the Lysol to spray away the stench of death. That part makes me laugh every time I see it. Now, did you know they had to get approval from Lysol to actually have that part in the film? If Lysol would have said, no, we don't want that, they would not have been able to use it. And Lysol is like the Febreze of the 80s. You use that shit on everything. You know, I remember my grandma had a can of that stuff. Anyone was sick in the house, she'd be spraying it around, doing her thing. Um, but yes, that is one of my favorite scenes in this film. I also, I can't forget to talk about the soundtrack. Uh, this movie is filled with classic punk rock tunes that perfectly capture the rebellious spirit of this movie. 
which is such a kick-ass soundtrack. In my opinion, I feel it is one of the best soundtracks in a zombie film. If you know a better soundtrack in a zombie film, let me know because I need to hear it. Here's a cool fact for you. If you watch Return of the Living Dead and check the eye test poster, you can see it after Frank and Freddy run into Bert's office after hearing the first reanimated cadaver. In Bert's office, it actually reads, Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch who's going bald too. Ha ha. Now, as if you read and put the letters together, if you pause the Blu-ray at about 1729 into the movie for a very clear shot and you can thank me later. In my opinion, I think Return of the Living Dead had a huge influence on the zombie genre. It introduced the idea of zombies craving brains which has become a staple of so many zombie movies and TV shows. It also inspired countless horror comedies that try to capture the same balance of humor and gore, and that is why I had to give it the Coffee Chat of Horror's deep dive treatment. It really has created that doorway, that pathway for the zombie genre, and, and not just like the, the horror side of it, but the horror comedy. And uh, I feel that Shaun of the Dead was highly inspired by Return of the Living Dead. Just how they created their zombies. Because their zombies weren't fully mindless zombies in Shaun of the Dead. I think I'm going to do a deep dive on Shaun of the Dead as well. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's Coffee Chat of Horrors. I hope that you enjoyed my deep dive. Before I wrap it up, I wanted to remind you to follow me on social media so that you can stay up to date with the latest episodes and other fun and exciting content, which I do post quite a bit. Uh, you can find me on all media platforms under Reanimate Her or check the description for my links. I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on the podcast. By the way, if you're listening from the Anchor uh, website or app itself, you can actually leave me comments. So please let me know, is there a horror movie you would like me to deep dive into or one that you want me to watch? Let me know in the comments. Uh, also, if you enjoyed today's episode of Return of the Living Dead, please consider to leave me a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps me improve and reach a wider audience. And make sure to join me next week for another spine-tingling deep dive I will be discussing 30 Days of Night, my most favorite vampire film. Until next time, stay spooky, my friends. Hi, creepy. I am Reanimate Her. I know, it just sounds like a porno all of a sudden. Some zombies start stripping their clothes off and shit. Cap details later. We got our ball cleavage back, ladies. They're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming for you, Barbara. Do you want a game and get your jollies off as well? This is Coffee Chat of Horrors.